no matter what like your purpose is your assignment yo like if you're called to 5,000 or just like the five people in your youth group in your community the friends that you need to reach yeah. this ain't a hobby What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast. We talk everything from faith to finances. I'm your host, Claire. And your co-host, Marlon. And today, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Y'all been waiting on this for since we started the podcast. Listen, listen. <laughs> I've been waiting for this since we started the podcast. And we're not going to delay the time no longer. Welcome, the goats. You know what I'm saying? The boy. The, our brothers at this point. Yeah. You know Inspiration to us. What I'm talking about family. It's family, right? Yes, sir. Family, it's a family talk. We got just different in the building, man. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. It's about Lord. that time. Happy to be. Yeah, here. I mean, y'all came on ours like not yeah. too long ago. You know, we yes, had to make sir. this happen, especially here in Tulsa. So had, yeah, had, had, to, had to remix it. Had to run it back. Plus, my mic and my, my camera was messing <laughs> yeah. up. No cap. So yeah, I'm saying we back in action. Yes, yeah, sir. Oh yeah, hold on. They don't even know where we at. Like, ah, oh, no, we in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, just got out of the V3D. Mm-hmm. Conference, yeah, like, Transformation Church, and we were just chopping it up. This has been insane. We've been with each other all day, whole time. No cap, been right. each other all day, chopping <laughs> it up, bro. They really feel like brothers. Like no cap, I don't say that about a lot of people. No, it's but instant bond. I'm telling you, it's 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 a real thing. I know people always hear it, but like divine connections, relationships, yeah, for, sure. for sure, like for sure. and how it all comes about and happens, and like people that you come across that just speak the same language. Mm-hmm. That's the yeah, only way I bro. can describe it. That's that's a fact because I was just thinking about it like even when we was at the mall, like it started off CL and Jordan was talking and then me and you was talking and then it was like you and CL was talking to me and Jordan <laughs> talking and the whole time I'm talking to him, I'm like, bro, he sound like he got my whole story. Bro, <laughs> he, has, he has my oh, life story. Cow. And then in the Uber, CL was saying like, y- y'all was talking the same, like y'all talk money talk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was like, about a bag. <laughs> they are a splitting image of me and CL. Like, not nah, definitely divine connections, bro. It's, and I think I think the the best thing about it is that um I feel like most people and they're in the same field, they kind of get intimidated. And that's basically just insecurity. It's like if you can't connect with somebody in the same field as you, and y'all are not even in the same state, what is yeah. there to be like what is, what do you have to be intimidated about? We all can eat, especially in God's kingdom. So mm. I just feel like we all should just be commended for that, you know? Yeah, it's coming to get sure. And that's crazy to me when I see that because at the end of the day, we all on the same team. Yes. That's so it doesn't matter who's scoring. Yeah. Like, it everybody's gonna win. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. if I see y'all doing y'all's thing, like I remember. When we hopped on the call the first time when we were doing our yeah. interview, um, I think you were about to bring it up to me. This had to be afterwards. And I was like, yo, I peeped how y'all was game on all the social stuff. That yeah. Y'all, and y'all had been going up at that yeah. time. Yeah. And like, we over here just like lit, like hype. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, that's the, this is the way that we're wired. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yo, if we're saying we're doing this for the glory of God and somebody else is mm-hmm. doing that and advancing the kingdom, like, you know what I mean? How could I, we ever hate on that? Yeah, I'm always, I'm always, my mindset behind this is always um, the verse where Jesus talks about how the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Yeah. So it's like anytime I see a fellow laborer, yeah, bro, I'm winning. We winning. No cap. You bro, see what I'm saying? That, that brings to mind, bro, like just off the fact that, well, they're going to see, they're going to see this after, they're going to see the Michael Todd stuff after the fact, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if y'all don't know, Oh, Michael Todd yeah. basically collab with both both the yeah. family and us, which is crazy. Yeah. Like, but chances, see, but even seeing that though, like knowing that y'all got to film him, we got to film him. My mindset was like, bro, everybody eats, and I love it. It's like everybody. it's certain people that would literally have like a jealousy, be like, dang, why he film with both? Mm, why he right. just film with us? Type yeah. like, no, bro, no. Like, what are you here for? Like, nah, <laughs> God, if, the main goal is God get the glory. That's it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that we're all we're not from like no big cities for real mm-hmm. or like. People that's like close knit with famous people or anything yeah. like God is just really just walking in our lives and it's like so prominent that He's using two sets of brothers on top of that. Man, yeah. It's the best to do it with your brothers. That's brother. hard. Like it's intentional. And I was just talking to somebody that uh came up and wanted to meet us and they asked, they were like, they were very adamant, like, yo, are you sure like I can take a picture with you? Like, is, is it straight? And I respected it because you know, some people maybe yeah. don't want to be like yeah. come off weird or like mm-hmm. just too assertive. But I was telling her the conversation that we had anytime that we coming across anybody who wants to just like thank us or you know just show their support i'm like yo it's so humbling definitely that can never that can never move me because i know bro like we just kids from southern indiana it ain't my doing it's not it's not it's not us you know what i mean like god put his hand on this and take it to where it needed to go to reach the people that it did Mm -hmm. like we couldn't have worked hard enough yeah you know what i mean now we work hard yeah we all work hard 
right? But that's not enough work that could put us in this position yeah. each year to, you know what I mean? Who's it's not, getting it's not like our own interview? You know what I mean? Like that, it's, it's not our own doing. Normal. That just don't happen, right? And that we both happen to be in the same place, you know, yeah. the same like divine timing. Like, yeah, but it's 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 him. It's at some point, bro. And whole time we're only in day two of the conference, right? Let me which, is, which is wild, and and then it's so crazy because all three of y'all are flying out somewhere else to get right to business. You know what I'm saying? Fact. I'm still okay. I'm, I'm still here. Me and Ryan are still here for the last day of the conference. Seal and Ron are leaving out, and they're leaving out also to go to another business adventure. So it's like God's just blessing. He's just blessing. You know? But like what you just said though, like I want everybody to really just like sit and think about that. Like that's a blessing that we're all like yes. Even blessed to be able to travel like that at From our one age place to, to the next, bro. to have connections in different states, to be yeah. able to go to different conferences and meet different people, yeah. and just see God's work in other people's lives, mm-hmm. and also see other people recognize the work that we put on the earth too. Yeah, what God's blessed to do, like mm-hmm. seeing people walk up to y'all and walk up to us. Facts, we just walk right there smiling. They walk up to y'all, we just right there smiling. Well, I felt when, when it, like last shorty that walked up to y'all and everything. I was like, bro, that's so hard. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is dope. Like, this is really crazy. Even though when Again, I don't think I don't even see us as anybody for real. But it's like Facts. the fact that it's happening at this rate at, at our age. I don't know how it's gonna be two, mm. three years from that's now, insane. four years from now. That's crazy. When we're Mike Ty and all them age, mm-hmm. no be crazy. Listen. That's the crazy part. How young we all are. I, I, I it's so weird. I be forgetting how young I am, which is it sounds weird, and I, I don't really know exactly what contributes to it. But anytime I get brought back to this place where I'm like, damn, I'm really young, bro. Like I'm, I'm. Putting, I'm applying all the principles at such a young age, all mm-hmm. these biblical principles that will contribute to just the setting up my future so young. And once I put that in perspective, it's just like, it inspires me. Like, and it makes me like have more of a drive as well. Yeah. Like, dang. I don't know. And sometimes it feels, it feels like, it feels like a lot of, a lot of pressure. And mm-hmm. it's like, even, I guess with the culture, it's like, oh, I, I don't have enough time. And it's like, by this age, you got to have this amount of money. You got to yeah. have this. You got to be married. And you got to. So it's like, I, I get caught up in that sometimes. But when I get brought back to this place where I'm like, God got me, I'm like, I'm ahead of schedule for mm-hmm. real. You I kind of I kind of want to tap into that a little yeah. bit. I know we talked in the Uber about um, what Pastor Charles had said. Like, sometimes he's like, God, you know, I didn't, I didn't choose this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't choose to go this way. I didn't choose for you to call me. And it's like, sometimes the weight of it, it kind of weighs down on you, especially because I just feel like everybody who's called has to go through a special route. And I'm not saying it's just going to be harder than everybody. Of course, God is going to allow you to have favor and stuff like that. But he's going to take you the, the unconventional way. So. Yeah. I, have you ever had those moments, both of y'all? Have, do y'all have those moments where it's like, you know, dang, like I didn't ask for this. Sometimes I want to be, I want to be not normal. It's like I don't want to be normal, but you got those days. We human, mm-hmm. yeah. No, that's real. And I was just having this conversation, and basically, I was actually talking to a youth pastor that lives near us in the church that we go to mm-hmm. back home. And the way he was explaining to us, because we were just talking about ministry, the weight of having a platform, leading other people, and everything in between, and he said that. There's a difference between the individual who serves food. There's a difference between the individual who serves food and the person who just comes to eat. Mm-hmm. The preparation is different. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. <laughs> run it back. There's a difference between the individual who serves food and the person who just comes to eat. So you gotta think about it. If you're someone who's prepping the food and are you making it, you gotta wash your hands. You gotta sanitize yourself. You gotta put gloves on. You gotta have a hairnet on. You gotta make sure that the food don't get contaminated. Mm-hmm. There's a whole nother process, a set, a protocol, a standard that you gotta live by yeah. in order to properly and in a healthy way get the food to the people. That's it's different if you're just showing up to the cookout, bro. So you don't even necessarily gotta really wash your hands. You gotta show up, they're gonna put the food on the plate for the thing or whatever, but <laughs> it's different, bro. So, like, when I had that conversation, you know, it put it all in perspective for me because I definitely have those moments. I think, you know, probably a lot of people do in terms of like their call and what God's calling them to. It seems like his standard's unfair and it's too much pressure. And again, you didn't even ask for it, but yeah, it's a different call and it's a privilege to be in the position. Okay. You know what I mean? And then like to what Charles was speaking to today, I can't help it. Oh, he can't help it. Like it's, it's, it stops where it's like, yo, Lord, where else would I go? 
Like, yeah, I probably would be cool, like, if I just went off somewhere with a mm -hmm. businessman, made my money, just stayed close to my family. But, like, there's going to be that thing inside me that ain't never going to stop. I need yeah, to get this word out. Your flesh might want to do that, but it's like your spirit man would never be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you go never. anywhere else, you know what I'm saying? Outside of his will. And I, feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of times people don't realize that God can handle you saying that. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you grow up in, like, Christian world is like, don't ever tell God that. Like, no, you can tell God, God, it feels like it's weighing me down right, right now. Like, right. God, it feels so heavy. Like, come to Him with mm -hmm. it, you know? So, yeah. No, that's where, that's where it all happens, bro. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. And I feel like, bro, there was, there was a point. When was this, bro? I was thinking about quitting the podcast. Like, I, I like, how was that combo go? <laughs> no, because this, I mean, we were feeling it at the same time. But two like, weeks honestly, it was yeah. like, um, yeah, again, like it's just it's the weight, it's the pressure, yeah. and then sometimes you hit a plateau and it feels as if you're not really doing it at the level that you yeah. are. Mm -hmm. And you get so comfortable with the fact that you're speaking to thousands of people every week and you want more. Out so you duty. see the Tim Ross, you see the Emmy mm -hmm. Moores, you see the more purposes, like and of course you're you're like happy for them. It's not jealousy or envy, but it's just like, man, like we ain't really doing it like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's you know what I mean? Like I know like God's called us. He's had mm -hmm. his hand on this, but I don't know. Maybe this is as far as it gets. Bro, I, I, it's like I've been feeling the same way, but it's like how Mike was saying, my crazy faith be doing all talking for me. So it's like mm -hmm. anytime I have like a, a subtle doubt of, yo, maybe this might be like the cap, my mind be like, no, 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 no. My spirit be jumping right in my face. Abundantly, boy. My spirit be like, oh, nah, like this is the beginning. Like, <laughs> and then God was so, re he'll start giving reassurance. Showing like different signs, of, like oh nah, like right now this is like the baby stuff. Like this is like the baby doors. Mm -hmm. This is more so a test to see if you're gonna steward what you got right now before yeah. I bless you with the more. Listen, yeah, so yeah. like you got to think about. So we're having that. This had to be that feeling that we're having. This is around June, and I was I was talking to a few people, like kind of reflecting back on that time. And I was like, man, was it as bad as it was? Like I really was I really about to like let go of it? They was like, nah, bro. Like we, you know, what I mean? they wasn't ever gonna let me. But I was like. <laughs> I was at the edge. I'm like, God, like, yo, this is for somebody else. And literally, I kid you not, like, not even like a month later, like, we get signed to the network that we're a part That's of. Crazy. And then we get the Mike Todd email. We get the call for the chosen that we're about to do. Whammy. Like, you know, tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, again, like, it's a, it's like, I don't know, it's like the wilderness almost. Like, it's the test. Like, can you stay faithful when it feels like nothing's moving? Yes, Like, bro. will you continue to do it when it don't seem like it's going anywhere, but you know it's what you're supposed to do? And so, like, I couldn't imagine if we would have stopped. And then, like, we're talking about, if we're talking three or five years now, I couldn't, I'm going to look back then and be like, yo, like, there's no way I could have stopped this with what it's going to look like yeah. then. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I, I was thinking about the whole... Um, because you were, you were specifically talking about how when you look up to certain people and you see where they're at and it's kind of like discouragement in a, in a way. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about that and I think the what came to my mind was like it's like perverted admiration. And it's like mm -hmm. you admire this person so much and it's like you, you – I don't know. It's like you, you hold them up here and it's like it's out of respect. It's never hate but to a point where – you're like this, oh, like lowly me, like Ooh. I don't know, like you're like you're inferior, yeah, like yeah. type of thing. And I remember something that Mike was saying the uh, not was it Charles when he was like, you trying to be like the Christian Drake? He was like, oh, yeah, why yeah. is Drake the ceiling? Like, yeah, yeah, we serve the ultimate creator, mm -hmm. the ultimate provider. Like, why is this person the ceiling? So I don't know. That's that's kind of my mom. You're talking about that, and what do you, that kind of just shifted my whole perspective too. And it's this thought that I've been having, but just like there's a there's a way to have respect for people, but not allowing it to like overshadow like the light that God's trying to show through you. I guess is what I'm talking. What I'm trying to say. I, I, yeah. I think also that's why it's beneficial to take breaks. Sometimes it's just you just need to sit down, process everything. Yeah. Let's take a step away, especially because you said you felt like you was just doing it. It started feeling like the norm, you know, mm -hmm. and. As far as ministry goes, I feel like you can get away with any other job and it feels like just a job. But as far as ministry goes, you can never get into a place where it's, this is just what I do, yeah. you know? Nah, and that's why I'm glad we came to this conference because I kind of felt like that too a little bit. That's why mm -hmm. I, I just got off sabbatical because it just felt like this is what I do every Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? I, I just do it. Yeah. I'm 
I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? This is just what I do. It's just who I am. But at the same time, it's like, no, this is not just what you do. It's an assignment. Right. This ain't no just casual. This ain't, this ain't no hobby, you know? So in ministry, I feel like we can never get to that point where it's like, this is just what we do. No, it's more serious than that. Because when souls are involved, it's like, this life or death, brother. This ain't no this ain't no job. You know what I'm saying? You can go and apply for the next one. No, yeah. this some people's life and death are in our hands. So it's like we gotta show up every time. Cause if we don't show up, somebody may really be on the edge and may really go off the edge. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely think it's beneficial to kind of take a break and step back because when you're just going, 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 a lot of times it does make you kind of look around because especially when you've been putting in work, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, God, I see what you're doing for them. Mm-hmm. I see what you're doing for her. It's like, okay. We've been going, we doing it, and it kind of like not it doesn't it doesn't make you angry towards God, but sometimes it can. It could be uh unsaid anger. Mm-hmm. It's like I didn't it's a frustration with God to where it affects your prayer life and your reading at the same time, you know? So I definitely think sabbaticals are a great way. I like what 100%. you said though, because I don't know who said it. it might have been it might have been Charles or it was Todd, but it was basically saying like if you fall over the edge, right, how many lives are counting on you to stand upright. Mm. If you're not walking in demand, how many lives are are assigned to you yeah. to walk in demand for them to get to where they need to get to? For like, so like with us, imagine if y'all if you would have quit, if y'all would have quit. Right. Imagine if we would have quit. Yeah. Put into perspective. Imagine them, the girls that walked up to y'all today and want to take a picture. Mm. They ask y'all, "Hey, y'all haven't posted no episodes. How would y'all mm. how would y'all feel telling them?" For real, real talk. Put into, put into perspective. They walked to y'all today and said, we want a picture. We love y'all stuff. It impacts us, all of that. How would you feel? They walked to y'all like, hey, we know y'all. We love y'all stuff. Y'all don't post nothing no more. What happened? What would you say? What happened? No, that's crazy you say that. Because that's exactly what I was like almost speaking to her about whenever we were having our that's conversation. Right. Because I was just taking her through the start of the podcast and how we were just like answering a call from Conviction. We had done a YouTube channel when we was like 15 or 16. Mm-hmm. Took a break from it. Then God told us to start it back up as a podcast. And that was crazy faith within itself because that was when podcasts weren't really like what they are now. There definitely weren't any Christian podcasts, like the ones that we have to any capacity. So we're stepping into some uncharted territory. And so I'm taking her through that story. And it hit me like, man, because I I was encouraging her because she was wanting to start a platform as well. So I was just taking her through what all that looks like in terms of just like obeying and like trusting God anyway. And I was like, yeah, this is this conversation is the exact result of that yes. That, yo, you know what I mean? I was like telling her like, yo, if you're saying like this is the pull and the conviction that you have to do this, like it's necessary because we're not having this conversation. You're not impacted by the words yeah. God spoke through me. Like if we didn't say yes and continue to do so, like I'm not standing in front of you right now. But yeah, I mean that would be that would be crazy. I couldn't even imagine that. Like you let them all. down. Yeah, yeah, down. yeah, for real. I would feel. I would, I would probably feel like. Yeah, I would feel like I let let them let them down. I would feel like, dang, like, imagine. I, I would have felt like, yo, me saying no, just resulted into you not reaching your fulfillment or learning something that you were supposed to learn, mm-hmm. or we was, our voices was called to help you get to the next level, but we basically handicapped you because we quit. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Like, that would hurt me personally. I'd be like, saying, like, me not walking in my calling yeah. prevents you from walking into what you got going mm, on, or what that's you need to walk into. And that's so true because in the Bible, it talks about how John the Baptist was a voice in the wilderness leading people out of mm-hmm. the wilderness. And we're the, anybody that preaches, anybody that does podcasts, we are voices in the wilderness. So some people don't make it to the promised land if we stop, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Some people stay in Egypt. And that's, or some people stay in the wilderness, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not a that's not a place you want to be at. Yeah. And that's real. And two, one of the things that you just said, and I don't know, I feel like this could be, I don't know, I don't know if this could be the title, but like this, this is not a hobby. And like that goes for everybody. Like that's no matter, no <laughs> matter, no matter what like your purpose is, your assignment, yo, like if you're called to 5,000 or just like the five people in your youth group and your community, yeah. the friends that you need to reach. Yeah. This ain't a hobby in the sense of there will be this lie and this voice from the enemy that tries to diminish the value of what you do. I know y'all hear it and I've gone yeah. through it. Of like, it's not that deep. You're not reaching people the way that you think, and or it's not having the impact isn't being felt like from like your perspective. But this is not a hobby. Not a hobby. And to your point, like at our age, what we're doing, what I have to always remind like 
our our guys is yo this is not normal it's not at all at all at you know all. what i mean and like this goes beyond platform and being public facing like yo like if you're a person who's like breaking general general curses in yeah. your family like the first one to go to college the first one to graduate the first one to like start that business and or like yo to actually be walking at like all out for god and like taking people with you that's not normal like none of this is normal right and like god is looking down on like each of like all of it no matter the size of the assignment and he's pleased right and he's like saying well done and we can't like get in this mode and I think that's where like the burnout comes in and like we just kind of get like just like sluggish and like lackadaisical and like what Mike Todd was saying the faith that we have just becomes duty because it don't the value of what it is isn't like isn't matching up in our mind you know what I mean it's yeah. like yo like the the severity like of what we're doing you know what I mean because like we'll see somebody who is like a celebrity or someone who has all of this influence or following or like, yo, like, that's amazing. Like, y'all are really doing it. Like, keep going. Like, that's fire. But when it comes to the assignment that we have, like, it just seems like, eh, I don't know. I, I think it has a lot to do with social media. And the reason I say that is because I feel like we measure our input, our impact, excuse me, up with followers or numbers. You know what I'm saying? Jesus had 12, and the 12 went out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I feel like a lot of times, the, the impact you really have, you won't always see it. You won't always get it back and see visually see it. You know, like, of course, in today's time, the followers are good. 200K is good. It, it made us feel good. Yes, it was an accomplishment. It was all God. But at the end of the day, that does not determine our impact. Our value was when we first obeyed and when we first said yes to starting the podcast. So from our first episode, that's where our value was because we said yes to God, not because we got 200K, you know what I'm saying? And if you prime and put your your expectation on those numbers, if you only feel validated when those numbers come, that when the numbers go, you're not going to have nothing, you know? So No, that's real. And no, that's God because that's the point I wanted to get to because I woke up this morning and I was thinking about, y'all sent a text, we want to do a podcast. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Yeah. And this was the first thing that came to my mind that Mike Todd told us in the interview that we did with him. And he said, stop chasing it. Allow God to give it to you. Yeah. And I think that the biggest snare for our generation is going to be the fact that we don't, if it's not seen, we don't think it's valued. Mm-hmm. And it has to be on the ground. It needs to go viral on TikTok. Yeah. People need to subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the podcast, need to get the followers for us to feel like it has some sort of credibility. And sometimes, like, you're not called to the mic. You're not supposed to be in front of the camera. And that's okay. That doesn't mean that you're not going to be great in the area in which you're called. It doesn't mean that you're less than the, like, the value that we have here. It's just because, like, yo, you have a different assignment. I think a lot of people are almost like aborting their purpose because they just want to be in front of people and you're not supposed to be doing that. Matthew chapter six, bro. I've been, honestly, I don't even know how long it's been, maybe the past like six months, I've been really meditating on Matthew chapter six. And the whole premise of Matthew six is sort of this idea of what's happening behind closed doors Mm -hmm. and like the secret place. So Jesus talks about, he's like, don't be like the hypocrites that pray in front of everyone with the big words, but go behind closed doors and pray to your father who's, who sees what's done and unseen, yeah. see, seeing what's happening, right, even if no one else sees it, right? Don't be like the, the hypocrites that fast and they, like, you know, make themselves seem sickly so that everyone else will see it. Yeah. Like, your father knows you're fasting, you know? And it's like, and then at the end, it sums up, like, seek first the kingdom, and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And it's, I don't know. I just think even if you do have a platform or if you don't, every believer should strive to have a Matthew 6 type of lifestyle yeah. where it's like, I don't care what's happening when I open this door. What matters is what happens when I close it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if the Father is seeing me, I'm cool. Yeah. And speak to, because um, we had a conversation about this a while ago, the stable versus the stage. Mm. Yeah. I'm tr- hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. Spirit, help me. Um. Yeah, because I was looking at the life of Jesus, and I and I was thinking about how none of us were ever built to live on the stage, <laughs> ever. When you look at the life, even the life of Jesus, right, and as a believer, we're supposed to be, you know, following his image and following in his footsteps, and I think he he never lived on the stage, but he had moments where he was used for the stage. Most of his miracles and the things that he did in the Bible, 
weren't in front of crowds of people. The main, it was the, you know, he did the miracle with the 5,000 and he turned the fish into bread. That happened two times, the Sermon on the Mount, right? And other than that, it's like everything was happening kind of like discreetly. He wasn't chasing the stage. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like it just came to him. And he just he just took the opportunity when it came. He wasn't chasing after it. He was just walking, and then God brought the opportunities to him. And it's like we're trying to live on the stage that Jesus never chased after. It's like, what are we doing? You know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And and it's like this idea of like the the stable the stable, right? Oh, hold on. There's something there. Hold on, I'm forgetting it. I'm forgetting it. Do you remember the stables where the horses are? Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's where they're like groomed. They're mm-hmm. going through their process. Ah. And they're developing into what they need to be for when the time the race comes. Exactly. Exactly. So so that that's sort of like the parallel of like the stage and the stable. Like you're supposed to live in the stable. But when the stage comes, the stable has prepared you for the stage. But what happens is a lot of people get on the stage and they stay there. And they don't go back to the stable. Ain't no stable work. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to live in the stable. You're not supposed to live on the stage. So I, that, that's yeah, that's kind of like the revelation I got with like the whole Matthew six thing. I was like, bro, that's so fire. Yeah. So I think like, yeah, I think that's gonna be one of. I think about this a lot. It just, I think it's just a culture of social media, and I don't like speaking about it all the time because I don't want to sound like an old head. Right. But I do people. think. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that it is a snare. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially if we're not using it in the capacity that we need to, because it's like, yeah, it's because yeah. with social media, to my point, like it's taught people to live on the stage twenty four seven. Yeah, that's and it's affording facts. people the possibility to do so, but that's never what we were supposed to do. But so I, I think that's a danger in it. I got something even better for you because yeah. I feel like you just even bringing that up the stage part just kind of already got my mind racing. Mm-hmm. I don't even think the problem in itself is the stage. I think people want a big stage. Nobody wants the little stage. Uh, if you look at if you look at chasing platforms, okay, a platform is anything you can step up on. Mm-hmm. If we actually sit here and look at a stairwell, a, a stairway, if you step on the first step, you're still on the platform. <laughs> if yeah. you go all the way up, you're still on the platform. So meaning some people's stages or some people's platforms may be one or two people. You're on the first step. God still gave you a platform. Other people may be at the top of the stairs. God gave you 200K. You're still on the platform. But everybody wants That's to be great. at the top of the platform, yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. But everybody ain't meant to be Everybody ain't meant to be Michael Jordan. Some people, some people meant to be Dennis, Dennis Rodman and get that dirty word. You know what I'm saying? Get in and get that dirty word. Yeah. So I feel like. It's the size of the platform that people are trying to live on because most people don't want to live on the bottom stage. If you told people, bro, people complain on social media all the time when their videos don't get views. Mm-hmm. When it's like, okay, appreciate the five views God gave you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That tells me already you're not appreciative of, of the humble beginnings and stuff like that. Right. You're, you're gonna wait till you get the big platform to rejoice. Like, mm-hmm. nah, we we've been rejoicing when it was when it was uh, ten views. You know what I'm saying? So and it was four people in Bible study. Yeah, like we was hype. But like that goes back to. Just the stewardship as a whole, like you can't expect God to give you the mm. top, the biggest platform, the biggest or whatever you're dreaming of if you're not even happy with what you, with what God has already given you with the minimum. Yeah, like God giving us one viewer, that's a blessing. Yeah. nobody has to watch. Yeah. Nobody has to watch. But I want to do it on the flip side too because it might be someone that's out here that's called to have a platform. Mm-hmm. But like what Mike Todd was saying, I like on the um on our podcast, he said that. He basically God turned his damage into his platform. So it's a lot of people out here that want to get on the platform, that want to have their own platform that God's calling them to do, but are too afraid to be transparent about their damage. Okay, I want to speak on that too, but using what he said about the stable, because uh I know when I see a stable, I see the horse in the like you said, they're getting groomed, they're getting prepared. But a lot of people are called to the platform, but they run out to race too early. You know what I'm saying? They go and they haven't even been fully groomed yet. And that's why we see a lot of mm. like people that may be called to the platform right. go through some public things. It's because you tried to get out and race <laughs> way too <laughs> early. Now you look crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like on that note, is that a lot of a lot of people that are called to the platform don't appreciate the process. I like how you just said that too, though. Because that's hundred percent right. Because again. God can give you the promise and he can show you that you called to do this. But if you false start, that can wipe you out completely from getting to it in the yeah, first place. Yeah, track, track and that's, field. That's exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was going on. False start, you out of the race. Done. Exactly. You, you jump the gun. 
if you want to. Yeah. Take another turn. That's real. No, I, I mean, me and Jordan talk about it. I can't remember when this was, but I think to your point of the stairwell and people not being comfortable just being like three, four, five steps up compared to seeing somebody else who may supposedly look higher. There's a lot of people who are like abandoning communities to try and reach a nation that you weren't called to. So like if everybody's trying to like you know what I mean? Like everybody's trying I love to- I love the international work. We're called to the nations, but not all of us are like okay, like who's who's on the block? Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, sometimes yeah. you're called to a Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sometimes you're called yeah. to a New Albany, Indiana. What about your neighbor, bro? Your neighborhood. And, and that's okay. And, like, mm-hmm. God's going to give you the faith you need for that particular assignment and the desire for it as well. And you're going to be fulfilled in that particular thing. And, like, you hey. got to ask yourself, like, all right, like, if no one listens, like, no one shows up, like, would you still do it? Bro. And I have to challenge myself with that all the time because at any point I can't genuinely answer the fact that I would do this. And if... No, it just got no views. Like, I did my, I did my job. I'm cool. Like, I'm but what, what you just said, like, just really blew my mind because it will. It is people out here that will say, like, yo, I'm called to nation. I'm ready to move. I'm ready. I'm ready to move. Be international, all that. But have you even led your friend group to God? Fact. Have you led your friend group to Christ? Have right. you led your neighbor to Christ? Like you just said, yeah. bro. Like. Minimal things that's right there in your reach that we're overlooking because we're so try so be trying to look forward like to the future. You're not realizing what God's already putting in front of you to work on. Yeah, you don't even pray for your friends and you over here asking for a platform. Yeah, God ain't he, God is not calling you to do nothing globally that you haven't done at home yet. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's it's fire. Global, if you're not doing nothing local. Yeah, it's fire. Like, it's fire. It don't add up. It's fire. Yeah, I mean it. And um, is it the parable of the talents that I'm thinking yeah. about? Two five. Matthew twenty five. Yeah, um, faith over few. Hundred percent. Just being being faithful over few, and then like just realizing like the amount of like talents that God uh, gave mm-hmm. you, like, and that doesn't Charles just say that too. Yes, and I just gotta like I don't know. I just feel like hammering that home so much because yeah. yo, like, if you are just called to be the sound engineer. Bro, be the greatest sound engineer ever. The videographer, the photographer, like, if you're not supposed to be public facing, if you're just supposed to be called to be like, yo, for the season, like a a mother, like a great student, like, yo, like that gets just as much applause in heaven. We're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything more special with this mic than the person who's like just serving at the church, like cleaning. I'm not. Like, it's all obedience, and we're all saying yes to whatever it is. It doesn't matter, like, how big or small. Like, like nah, I just, you know. I feel like, yeah, it's it's so, but the, the kingdom is so backwards. Because, I mean, the, the culture in the world teaches us it's about, like, how much you have. But in the kingdom, it's not about how much you have, but it's about what you do with what God gave you. Mm-hmm. To your point about the parable of the bags of gold. I'm going to summarize it for the people who don't know what he's talking about. Uh, it's Matthew 25. So... It's a parable. Jesus is saying there's a master. He gives one of one of his servants five bags. He, give, he gives another servant two bags and the last servant one bag. He leaves. He says, I'm going to be coming back, right? This is a mere image of like, you know, you know, end times, like, you know, Jesus coming back, right? So master comes back. The person who had five multiplied to 10. The person who had two multiplied it to four. They both got the well done. Even though one had four and one had yeah. 10, they both got the well done. It wasn't about how much they had. It's, a, it's about what they did with it. Yeah. The rebuke was when he got to the person with the one, but the rebuke the rebuke wasn't in the fact that it was one. It was the fact that it remained one from when he gave it to him previously. So it's like, it's not about how much you have, but what you're doing with it. But like, that's so backwards. Like, that's just not how we're conditioned to think, but that's how it is. It's like with the whole platform conversation. Hold on. Yeah. Speaking of platforms, we can transition real quick. Speaking of platforms, since we are at Transformation, Conference B three D, I said it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I know they want to hear this. Social media versus reality. Is it anything you thought it was gonna be, expectation wise? I had to repent. No, that's real. That's, that's real. fact. No, that's real. I did too. That's real. And, I, and I'm being. I had now. Me and Jordan have had this conversation a few times. Almost every time since we've been like back and forth between the sessions, mm-hmm. I had to genuinely humble myself. Especially after night one of being here in Tulsa at Transformation Church. And I think that 
I I'm not really into drama and or like what's happening in other mm-hmm. people's business in our lives. So I can say that I definitely do a pretty good job at that, staying out of like the sure. know and like trying to give in to the perception that other people have. Like I don't know them, I never experienced it. But after a certain amount of time of like hearing something and you kinda like just naturally are exposed to it, like not even by way of your own choice, there is a level of this perception that you get about someone based yeah. upon like what people have said. So more specifically we think about Mike Todd and Transformation Church, all the comments, the hoopla, especially over the past like two or three years. So I'm coming into it, and the crazy thing is I would have missed God. Bro. Based on the perceptions of what other people have said. And so you have to realize (laughs) you will always find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> so if I would have came looking for an issue of trying to find out what's going on at this church, like what, 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 where's the the slip up going to be? Where's the heresy? Where's the 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 false prophets? Like I would have missed the move of God that happened mm-hmm. and the fact that He was present in that room. Bro, so you know it's crazy you said that because I remember the first day I walked in and we were there and I immediately felt myself kind of get into into this like. I'm, I'm like a critic. Like, I didn't realize it, but it, like once I kind of sat with them, I'm like, bro, why am I like, I'm not even enjoying it. I'm just kind of like looking at everything and observing. And it's like, like the spirit like convicted me. I'm like, bro, am I here as a son or am I here as a critic? That's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I, re- I repented in that moment. I'm like, you know what, bro, I'm here as a son. Like I came here to experience like a move of God. Like I'm open to whatever you want to do. And then bam, like I've experienced so much growth to just, opening up my heart in that way. But if I remained a critic in that situation, like you said, I would have found something wrong. Oh, these lights are just lighting, bro. Like, they, they don't take all <laughs> that. You see what I'm saying? You're going to find what you're looking for. Yeah, and I think, facts. I think honestly, that's a lot of people's experience when they, when they go is like, they're, they already have that lens so that you go and find something. Lights, the fire, ah, it's too much, yeah. bro. But if you're not even focused on it and you're like, yo, I want to find God, you're going to find, like, you know what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, you're going to feel them, you're going to find them. So... Personally, for me, this was one of my like. This was one of the best weeks for me. Like, well, even I, we, well, we've been here a couple of days, but still, like, it's been two days at the conference, and I've had so much fun. I haven't yeah. felt like more freer than this, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I can publicly say, like, meeting Pastor Mike in person because I was the same way a little bit. Not like it's like it was in the back of my head. Yeah. A little bit. And also what was in the back of my head, because we're human at the end of the day, in the back of my head also was like, okay, what are people going to think of us if we meet him? But then mm-hmm. again, it's like, you, you get what I'm saying? But then again, it's like, he's a human yeah. at the end of the day. So me and him, I really didn't, I didn't know what to expect. Of course, I love everybody. So I knew it was going to be great because he's been shooting us DMs and stuff like that. I'm like, well, he's, he seems mad genuine. When we met him, bro, it was all love bro like, I don't know I don't even know how to express it like like well me and CL was really talking about it the other day and of course we got Raymond and all that stuff so I'm because I would have told CL if I was like eh, I don't know CL bro, like, yeah, it was a little because we keep it real okay who it is yeah. what platform you got I'd have been like nah that won't it Dang. Pastor Mike was real genuine and and even Transformation Church could we talk about looking at the fruit from when we got to the airport our Uber driver said where are y'all going I, we said we're going to Transformation Church for the conference. The Uber driver said, we love Pastor Mike. He does so much for this community. We go to the mall the next day. We're in Forever 21. The girl at the register is like, where are y'all going? We're like, Transformation Church Conference. She says, I go to that church. I came here from college. I love Pastor Mike. The fruit is speaking for itself. We get to the mm-hmm. church. Everybody was so welcoming. I it was like a sense crazy. Love, like, love. I, I've been learning so much since I've been here, and I'm mm-hmm. taking it back home. So back to what you said, uh, if, you're, if you're going in there looking for something, you're going to miss the move of God. And then also what God is trying to expose to you. Because right. us just being in the atmosphere with him, we got exposed to stuff that we need to take back home. Mm-hmm. Y'all yeah. doing the podcast with him, I know, just, bro, just being in the presence, even though I know it was online, but still getting oh, yeah. wise counsel from somebody who's where we want to be, it's like, Listen, dude. These social media people, like, they be so quick to to comment and stuff like that. But these people, are, they have souls, bro. They have souls. So, if like, like Pastor Mike said, though, if you're not praying, don't leave a comment. Facts. On, honestly, Facts. if you're not praying, don't leave a comment because you really, you just as bad. And that's what my mama always used to tell us about just gossiping in general. It's like, before you come out your mouth to just talk to somebody else about somebody, 
ask yourself, are you praying for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of what it is, whether they did it or not, right. you know what I'm saying? Are you praying for them? If you're not praying for them, keep your mouth closed. Fact. So that's that's just my that's my point of view. Like they said, social media will have you walk into certain rooms with a even if you are a graceful person, because I'm, I'm one of the people that's like, right. I, I can understand from this viewpoint of why they did this, mm-hmm. but I just don't agree with the way they executed it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, we don't agree with everything he did. Yeah, like we yeah, all, yeah. Listen, yeah, I say straight but up. But this goes with the, okay, let's talk. Spit with nasty. <laughs> I would tell him back. But this is, this, is, this is a conversation that like we need to have yeah. as believers, and we need to move on yes, to maturity in terms of, mm-hmm. yo, I can, we can't just dismiss someone yes. because... We disagree get into it, bro. with something they may have happened or event that may have taken place, they right? Mean. And you shouldn't take the fact that because I did a podcast with someone, I reshared them, and they're like, I'm showing my support that I agree with everything, everything that they, they do. do. No. Like we gotta like we gotta move on to maturity about how we're perceiving and receiving different actions of other people. Mm. Especially in Christ, because you can't hold stuff over somebody's head. Mm-hmm. Especially if they they've already apologized and acknowledged that they messed up. Fact. Like, who am I to keep holding that over your head? You not. already you already talked to God about it. You, you're a human. <laughs> I'm still making I'm I'm making Daniel the same mistakes right. behind closed doors. You're, you just have a platform for it. Listen, so it's like, who am I to call and, you? And out? that and that's the biggest part. I'm like, yo, like if I like y'all saw the screen of my life, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. in, in full, and like I had like I was in a position where God told me to like I had to like publicly like yo, like y'all would probably be just as mad, even more mad than me. <laughs> and, and that's that's another thing because I feel like people don't actually sit before they actually say anything to anybody else. Am I even eligible to even say anything? Facts. Does my does my whole life align? Since since you wanna since you wanna be perfect, does my whole life align to the law? Does it? If you're gonna follow one, follow all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. does my whole life align since you wanna nitpick? And I feel like people have have made that their life. Like, like nitpicking others, but it's because they're they're insecure. It's because they don't have no sense of calling. I promise you. Just because we watch pastors every Sunday does not mean that's an easy job. It's not my easy. Dad, my dad's a pastor. He always talks about being a pastor, you got to have broad shoulders. Everybody yeah. does. Just anybody cannot be a pastor. Just because you can preach don't mean you're called to be a pastor. Right. Like being a pastor, like like Pastor Mike said, you got to love people that will eventually will stab, you in, the yeah, back. stab you in the back. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of people criticize, but if they was on the platform, they might have did something even worse. Right. Exactly. Even worse. It's always different when you're sitting in the seat. And I think it really hit me, and we talked about this when Charles Metcalf, at the end of his sermon, he was talking about how sometimes like he'll go outside of his house and he'll see his neighbors. Yeah. And the first thought that will come to his mind is like, I hope they get the chance to meet me before they've heard about me. That bro, that, like, hit my, that really hit my heart because I was like, they're human. That was so good, bro. And I was like, it just put it in perspective for me. Like, man, like you got to realize like that type of like, scrutiny and that level of just like public essentially like character assassination and how that can affect like the way that you're looking at yourself and your purpose your assignment what you're called to and that they have to live that like every interaction that they have they have to think oh like what have they heard or what have they seen from social media because like we've created an environment for them where they can't just bro but it's like it's crazy because i firmly believe like not like this is really solidified for me as far as like the reality of social media versus actual reality of you being there in the presence yourself. Like as soon as we walked in there and I just seen how everything was orchestrated, the love, the genuineness, the the presence that was in the room, I was like, bro, I don't know what nobody talking about. Like mm. and then, and then on top of that, watching how Pastor Mike like leads and loves, like how everybody's like ten toes about him and his like community and everything, how he loves his wife. How Charles loves his wife and his kids and everything. Like when Char- when Charles brought his son up there, like that really yeah. blessed me. I was like, bro, this is hard. Like yeah. these people are really like walking in kingdom, like with their family, like loving people unconditionally, but receiving the most hate. Mm. And it be them people. It be the people that got the biggest hearts. And I want to say something to that because I feel like, but for one, I want to clarify that we are not giving them a pass for anything. We're not uh-huh. giving anybody a pass. As Christians, we should hold other be- believers <laughs> accountable. Sure. At the end of the day. But God said, or Jesus said, you should you should know they are uh, my disciples by their love. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. By their love. And I feel like a lot of people 
hide behind holding Christians accountable and they don't do it out of love. And like behind that, it's really like they're trying to like be God in a way. You know what I'm saying? It's it's judgment. They're throwing stones in a way. It's like, and then they hide behind, I'm holding them accountable, but you didn't have no love in your message. Like at the end, let's just say everything, let's just say, for example, everything Pastor Mike did was wrong. That does not change the fact that our response to him should have been in love. Regardless of what he did, it needs to be in love. Yeah. Yes, you, Every you, time. Can, you can hold somebody accountable without being like, like he had to turn his comments off. Like, you know, <laughs> he's a whole human. He, he has kids. He has a wife. He had to turn his comments off because Christians, again, we're in the same family, are going hard at him. Like, yeah. like almost like threatening him in a way. And it's like, like come on, bro. Like, in his comments, wild, like, blasphemy, false teacher, false prop. Mm. Yeah. Off of like a whole time, yeah, it was nasty. But what he said in the sermon was still good. I watched the sermon; it was good. Yeah, but it just the fact, I, I mean, and I heard Tim Ross say this. Demonstrations just be going yeah. like, yeah. And I heard Tim Ross say this, and I, I don't know. I think it it gets crazy to me when we start making claims that someone isn't supposed to be called to what God has chosen them oh, to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. That's what that's you don't have that choice. That's, when it, that's when it gets insane. Like you can't sit here and say that he's a false preacher. And then if you honestly, if you haven't, I don't know. You can't actually put a quantity on it, but if you haven't actually listened to any message in Dude. full, how do you know his doctrine? Tell me what it is that you don't agree you with the clip. things that he says. Yeah. Because what I heard last night, he spoke to sin, eloquently spoken straight to what the gospel was, uncompromised, yeah. pushing people on the purpose outside of their sin. Like, So I don't know what y'all talking about or what you have a disagreement with. Yeah. Send me that. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? Then we can talk. But man, I got I got a couple of thoughts just off of everything y'all been saying. That's been so good. So piggybacking off of what you just said, because that's something I, I thought about too. And and that's the way I'm gonna start responding to anything. It's like, okay, he's a false prophet. It's like, okay, how many sermons have you heard from him? Have you ever been, have you ever even listened to a full sermon? I, I think and took notes. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was like actually listening. I think for a lot of people, I don't know. All they've seen is error because all they've seen is a tabloid. It's like all they've seen is like, you know, oh, he did this, he did this. They've never actually listened to a sermon. They've never actually, which is why when people always ask me my opinion, I always just say, I don't know enough. Like, I don't listen to Michael Todd's you sermon. That, that's the right And answer. I never will. I will never go out. I don't care how many people y'all bring to my footstep. I'm not the heresy police. Bro. I'm never... Like I don't really like listen to my talk like that just because like yeah. I don't. I, me I don't either. Like I just don't. But I'm never going to go to his page and search his sermons to find something that's wrong with that. That's not what we're called it, to do. Forcefully watch something that's all call, trying to call out. Like, and this and this is way outside of him. Like this is just like the subject matter because mm-hmm. of the conference. But yeah. this is going yeah. to all believers in general who have a platform in the way that we speak about them, the judgment that we pass that isn't righteous, yeah. like and everything in between. But yeah, I think it's just about. Um, of course, like holding people accountable in love, but also not believing everything that you hear. Because I think there's a misconception that just because you hear it enough or enough people are saying it, well, then it has to be true. And, you know, to some, in some instances, like sometimes it may be a case of yeah. enough mm-hmm. people are saying, oh, this is like wrong and or they just like this. Like, oh, there may be some credibility to that, but that's not always, that's not and the case. All that to say, Pastor Mike, we love you. Know what I'm saying? Real talk. And appreciate you for that. Yeah, we appreciate us, you. Too. Oh man, have you seen? And also, like, we appreciate you just watching your posture because me watching us watching your posture is I only really teaching us how to handle those situations whenever those situations come. Because again, we're human too. Yeah. It will come. So whenever that situation comes, we might slip up and say something crazy. Yeah. Something might happen. We might get caught up in a situation, whatever it is. We have some type of idea of how to handle the situation yeah. because of how you handle the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't, I think he spoke to this and I, we've heard it and he said it that like, you can't cancel like who God has what called. God's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to Marlon, to your point, I wasn't concerned. I wasn't necessarily concerned, but I knew there was going to be some comments and people oh, who for sure. would necessarily leave or whatnot. But like, God chose me. <laughs> I chose you, twin. <laughs> God chose God me. Like, chose I'm, not, me, I'm not tripping. Like it's like, yo, like if you need to go and leave and you yeah, yeah, your platform, yeah. it's cool. like so be it. It's like, yeah. it is what it is. I'm not apologizing for it. I love Michael Todd. Yeah. I Facts. appreciate him taking the time to come on our platform. Facts. Facts. You know, bringing us out here, you know. So that's it. Like, bro, that's they love is crazy. Like, we really like gotta like actually like write down some stuff that we gotta like bring back home. It's, oh, a, it's, it's already personal care to stuff we, that we bring it back for sure. Yeah. Like, let me tell you something. 
I done laid down so much in this conference already I'm in two sure. days. Spiritually, fact, like, yeah, for fact, sure. fact, fact. Change is gone. So it's like, yeah. I feel so like, like light yeah. on my feet, bro. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't know, like, honestly, ah, and this is crazy. I hope, like, if anybody gets the chance, if they have like a negative perception, they can come and like just experience this firsthand. But seeing the way that, Mike Todd again, like the posture, how they condu- how he conducts himself, mm-hmm. along with um, Metcalf and Tim yeah. Ross, that in- it inspires me. Bro. Like I want yeah. to, like you know what I mean. The the moments like we talked about, full circle, that I'm like, man, like I don't want this anymore. The standards too much. I see them walking it, and I'm like, yes, bro. I couldn't. That's what I want, and not bro. in a like all the platform way, but like I want to be used like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah. walk. I want to manage the call the way that they can. You yeah. feel what I'm saying, like. It like I needed that too, cause it was like you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like a second wind, honestly. And on the on the back end of that, cause I wholeheartedly agree. But also, I I was just observing just like the reverence that they have, and it's so evident in like the way that they speak, the way that they talk, the way that they function. The reverence is there, and it's like that's also very inspiring, cause it's it's also showing you like what you need to get there, which is something that we understand. But it's just like that's all that also to me kind of speaks to. Just like why I rock with them so much, because it's like the re- if anyone who has such a reverence for God, I automatically rock with. Like no matter what, they can say something wrong, I disagree with, but if I know and I can tell they have a reverence for God, that's all that matters. Like you see what I'm saying? So I, I, and that's something I've seen very evidently this this whole this whole conference. And I think, bro, one of the biggest things I've learned so far, like as a whole, bro, is just like the importance of grace, like. Every time I like to me, every time I was just looking at all of them, I was like, "Dang!" Like, I never called y'all or anything like public or anything, but just like my little thoughts, I'll have like, "Yo, you're wilding!" Like, what are you doing? But at the same time, I'd just be like, "Yo." On the other hand, look at how they're speaking about Jesus so like prominently in James. No, that's like, what messed me up. Yeah, like, like, look at how they're talking about my guy, especially with doing. especially with Tim Ross, because like. He do be wildin'. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Tim Ross be wildin'. He just don't have excuse and everything. No, he be wildin'. We love you, Tim. We love you, Tim. You, you, bro, like. Billy. I'm a Billy. Tim Ross is a villain, bro. Pastor Tim be chatting on the pie. I'm telling you, bro, too much vulnerability, bro. Too much openness, bro. No, and so, but seeing him tonight, because this is the first time that I've really seen him preach. Yeah. When I say. This man teach different. All three of them though, like, like no shoes. Though. Like all three of them teach in a new level. I've never seen them in. I agree. All three of them. It yeah. felt spiritually. It felt like all three of them like tapped into a new level. Like oh, they, they left a like old skin behind. I agree. They leveled up. Like it, it felt. Yeah. It felt like they leveled up when Michael Tig like leveled up. It felt like they all stepped through when he stepped through. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's how I felt about Tim's message because I've listened to sermons from his before and they've been good. He's always been such a great teacher, bro. Yeah. I listened to his podcast like heavily when he first started, like every single episode. I don't know if he would call that one of his best, but bro, yeah, that's how they like. But to story. your point, it he just it was down. different, bro. He was a march. Had a different type of weight, different type of. You can just tell, like you can feel it's been like a, yeah, it's been like a pruning and just like a process mm-hmm. of like just getting them to that point. It's just it's different, bro. It it's was different, different here. It's yeah. not the same. It was different. It was like Lottie. He might. He had a two two month and a half sabbatical. Oh yeah. He said that. I said he came back charged up. Man, gosh, oh nah. He was solid. Battery in the hundred percent with a portable charger. Back. Bro, like, yeah. Nah, man, okay. Really, battery in that man. Back. Nah, I really. I, I feel bad for y'all that that's not here. Like, yeah. no, seriously. Because after not, day one was crazy. We coming back next year too. Day two was crazy. Yeah, we're definitely here. Like, but we're coming back next year and in the year after that. I don't see myself like I don't see myself not coming anymore. And, and, like, and Lord willing, we speaking that one in the future. Ain't coming out. We sharing, we sharing the stage. Yeah. Like, all four of us. Like, all four of us. Like they just laid out the cheat codes, the blueprint. Like and like I like I don't I usually try not to just like exaggerate or hype things up, but. So like when I say something like yo like that's me too they got the three measures that in it if any like you know what I'm saying I don't official they don't I'm on the same and so <laughs> yo like the last three messages and I think more so because I feel like it's really tailored to me because it's speaking to me like I can speak for myself that I can take those into like literally the rest of my life and I'm a flying bro. pulling from those but like that's all I need to hear like the principles in that for everybody it is universal it ain't just me yeah for sure I kind of I, I kind of feel led to like. And I'm going to sit with it, and I'm going to pray on it a little bit more. But I remember before I even came here, 
I had decided for the rest of the year, like, I don't want to listen to any sermons. Like, I, I want to be make sure, making sure, like, I'm, because I don't know, I, sermons are good and making sure you're, you know, being poured into by other people. But, like, you got to also get to the point where you're just so locked in with God and making sure you're hearing from him as well. Like, and not just always from someone else, but, like, from God himself. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my dad told me he was doing I was like, you know, that's a good idea. I was like, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to, rest of the year, I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to, I might, but I'm not going to be too heavy on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And after hearing those, I'm like, bro, whole next year, at the beginning of each month, bro, I'm going to fast for three days, each, listen to each sermon, those three days, and then that be it, bro. Like, What's that, the blueprint? That's what I'm Maybe saying. Like, it's like all you need, bro. Oh, man. It's like inspiration, application. Like, it's all of it, bro. Everything. Yeah, all of it, bro. They laid it down. They laid it down. Yeah. Ooh. I, I, that's so I'm much say, to say. Ah. For, for me, for me, it's gonna be it's between Mike and Charles. But Charles was more so like the declaration of what he was declaring out loud. Like I'm one, I'm one of those where you have to like say it out loud. But Pastor Mike's whole message just like just represented my whole life of what I want to do mm-hmm. as far as like just take what we're called to do, like taking dominion in general. So like Pastor Mike got it, and then as far as like my reminder will be Charles. Yeah, and then Tim will be like the yo, like my reminder as well, like actually walking it, like. Action steps. So yeah, Tim's action steps. Charles was like speaking it out loud, like declaring that thing. And Mike Todd was just like the whole over overall blueprint of the whole thing. Like take over. No, Tim Ross is like a walking Bible. I I, 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 I like when preachers just teach the painted text. that picture. I like, and I that's like, so, bro. Like when they teach the text, let me give bro his flowers in that area real quick, bro. Because what I'm telling you, at least at least to listen to his podcast, heavy. Like he knows the word like no one I've ever met, bro. No, he didn't know the word though. Bro, like he's tapped in, bro. But um, I don't know. Mike, Mike went crazy. I gotta, Mike, I, I gotta. He wham. Mike wham. Mike came back and dropped fifty. Ain't never, I ain't never heard him preach like that. I, I gotta get out. Exactly. And Mike, I watch a lot of your sermons, brother. Like, yeah, I ain't never heard you preach like that. You was on one. He <laughs> <laughs> was on one. He was bugging. But again, that that goes to show you though, like being there in person. I I wonder if we will all have the same reaction. As far as like to the sermons, if we wasn't in person, mm, no, yeah, I think being in that it's presence just, and witnessing yeah, all that, like for sure, and being in a room, should to like mm. help add on to the our, like, our spirits of us being discerning and actually mm-hmm. hearing what they were saying too. Because say if we was watching it from home, you probably won't be paying attention the whole time either. Like, yeah, be too many distractions. Mm. You can't even tune into like the full spirit. Yeah, but nah, like this conference, even though me and Ron gotta leave early, y'all leave early too. Yeah, you know we gotta leave early. Got two days out of the three. I'm oh, full. I am too. Let's go from one to Very much so. Easy. I'm on like a 12 right now out of 10. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same, same for y'all? Yeah, it's five out of 10, bro. I told, <laughs> I told Darren after Mike spoke, I was like, bro, like if this was it, like if this was what we good. drove the... I'm cool, bro. If this is what we drove nine hours for, cool. Like I could go home and be smooth off. That would have been like, enough. And then, and then they came, came back today yeah. with, oh, with more nah, things. Bro, nah, I really hope... I really, do hope that y'all don't think we're like, like, we're, like we're gassing. Like we're not gassing at all. Like no, we're not gassing them at all. Yeah. Bro, I wouldn't even risk coming up here gassing it if it wasn't actually fire. <laughs> <laughs> I would not, bro. I'm telling you. Hey, look, I got a question for y'all. Last question though. What's next for just different? Oh man. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's next? That's crazy you say that. We're having a conversation with um someone after yeah, night. I mean today, yeah. actually. Um and they and they kind of asked us the same thing. But personalize it. They were like, okay, like y'all, y'all came all this way. Y'all are hearing these words, like getting imparted, activation, all of that, and feeling the second win. Like, what are you gonna do with it? Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I, it's just it's gonna sound so simple, but just like really taking up like our space mm-hmm. and taking and like taking it to the world. You know what I mean? Like the future of what we're gonna do is going to like transcend even just the Christian space within itself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, it's going to be, I mean, that's everything that we do, like faith, life, and culture. Like, we want God's glory to be across every industry. We're trying to equip world changers, right? And then have them on our platform and expose people to the game or how they can do it in their own life. Like, Mm -hmm. no matter if you're an entrepreneur, shoot, like, you're you're a doctor, you're in finance, like, you're, like, in the arts, media, et cetera. Like, you got a gift that God's going to use. So we're just going to be, like, Pushing people into that like times ten, 
yeah. this next year. So that's what that's what it is. That's what it is, bro. And it's it's we've had and we do have so many different ideas for just different. And I think a couple of things like this is definitely a catalyst for God just saying like, bro, like just do it. Like what are you waiting on? Mm-hmm. Type of thing. And also Loki, another catalyst. I want to give y'all y'all flowers again. We already did it on the interview, but Loki, just like talking to y'all in the interview, I really did feel so inspired, bro. bro like it felt like that was like first catalyst for me hearing that. I'm like, bro, like first thing we said after you got off. Yeah, we, I was like, bro, they're really doing it. Like it made me want to tee up. Like, bro, like that's how it's yeah, like, special. And it was inspiring. I was like, yeah, bro, they're they're branching out. They're doing different. Something. I'm like, yeah, bro, these ideas we got, we gotta start like putting pen to pad. You know what I'm saying? And then this was just icing. Or really the cherry on top of the ice, and I guess that just was just like, bro, do it, bro. So many different ideas, like, like th- talking about like putting books into action, like mm-hmm. doing public interview type of stuff. Like, there's just so many different ideas we've had that's just we've been kind of just like, ah, time to execute. You feel me? Just like kind of sitting on and chilling on, just like, nah, yeah, put your foot in the, you know, say dip your dip your toe in. Hey, toe, hey, big toe. That's all. That's all I need. That's we definitely need. want to give y'all y'all flowers too. Of course, God told my brother to do it, and he was obedient. But just seeing y'all just allowed us to know, like, okay, we can still yeah, do can this. Do it, it was still yeah. visual evidence. Like, we would see y'all post, and we would comment on almost every post. Even okay. uh, folks had followers. That's what I'm yeah. saying, bro. Y'all like, been oh, we would have we had 500 followers. Yeah. Our, our loyal followers would comment on y'all posts all the time. Collab with more purpose. Collab with more purpose, bro. I promise you, they will always drop our ad under y'all stuff, bro. Collab with more purpose, yeah. bro. I'd be like, bro, it's coming one. It day. worked because we one saw day. it. Yeah, it worked. It's coming. And we here, well, honestly, it was it was bound to happen. I kid you not. Okay. Because um, shout out to Clarence. Like we really we wired the same way when it comes to I guess how we think about this yeah. entrepreneurship and just like doing that in like our entrepreneurial ways or whatever. But I literally remember, because you were talking with the podcast, like, for a minute. He put me on the yard. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a loyal fan, man. <laughs> Who's that That's a fact. That's a fact. Like, I remember, like, seeing you in a DM or whatever, bro, like, and that was encouraging me. Then, like, I just followed you on your personal account, and then I saw that we just mutually followed a lot of the same people, like, yeah, sure. um, you know, like, David Shands, 19 mm-hmm. Keys, like, all, 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 all of them, yeah. all the goats. Um, and then from there, I'm like, something just told me. And this ha- like this happens. This is a common thing with people that I end up coming in a relationship with and have like very good like friendships with. It's like, y'all see it. And I'm like, yo, like, I would love to be friends with them one day. Yeah. Like it's just something that I'm like, yo, like, yeah. I don't know how, but <laughs> God gonna make it happen somehow. Like that's how it happened with the our guys too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. God thing, bro. <laughs> I remember, I don't know why, like I'm really starting to like connect the dots, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Because I'd be kind of like just forgetting stuff. But I remember we made a list of people we wanted to get on the podcast, bro. Mm-hmm. And he was on it before they even had their podcast. Yeah. Because he kind of like put me on the, put me on the, I was like, I was like, because there's a whole list. And look, at the time, I wasn't really tapped yeah, in anybody. I, I just, it just, it's that seller's media. Yeah. yeah. I literally remember. That's, that's it, crazy. Crazy. I'm just now connecting the dots, bro. I put down for the person I We was, I, like, I remember we were dry on a road trip somewhere and you handed me the list. And I remember seeing, seeing your name on it, bro. And I had to like, I remember looking up everybody because I didn't know anyone on the list for real. And I was. You remember what I'm talking about? I don't know where we was driving. Wow! But I was like, yeah. And then I remember I saw I saw your because uh, I'm like, who is I'm like, who is this guy, bro? So I, I go to Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah I go to Instagram. I'm like, yo, this is circle, bro. I'm like, I'm rocking, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with it. But that's that's crazy. I'm just now connecting the dots. So now we here. Crazy. It's crazy because y'all are the first people on our list that we crossed off. Like, yeah, yeah. y'all are the first. Like, y'all then Mike Todd, of course. Yeah, y'all was y'all, 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 y'all the very first. Like Swear. the very first, and that's that's history, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. I just love that we can all come together. Like it's a brotherhood now. Like we got a group chat. I already told them like literally last night. I said I'm gonna make a group chat. I said if they ever need help, they got questions for anything. Mm-hmm. Y'all texting this chat right here. Fact. Whatever it is, yeah. I said if we need some advice from them, texting this chat right here. Just they live all they live over there. We live over here. We need to all partner up and just Fact. get it going. And Fact. Lord it's willing, well, it, it's already gonna happen. It's just a matter of <laughs> scheduling. But for they're gonna come to Virginia. We're gonna come to where they're at and. We gonna get it done. Yeah, I got slot to a Bible study. Yeah, we slide for sure. Let y'all teach. I gonna teach. Yeah, we gonna break. Yeah, I gonna teach, bro. bro. It's all divine timing, bro. Like how God even just set us all up to be here at the same time. Like, yeah. coming yeah. yeah. when I asked y'all on the uh, joint, I was like, bro, y'all coming to? Uh, no, here's two. Look, God, I'm telling you, God is crazy. Look, so like we're on live and we're like, um. This is, I think, a day before we're doing, like, the we're sitting down with Mike Todd, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, we're just, like, teasing, like, telling people, like, what we got going on. And I think we say it or whatever. At the end of it, 
Clarence was on. I think Marlon. I don't know who said it. Yeah, but I, I, got, I got it. In. I sent Marlon alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Clarence was on. And he was like, "Yo, y'all coming like the V three or whatever." I V three wasn't in my mind. All, I didn't bro. know they was doing. I forgot about at it. all. It was, it, it was like this. It, it was real private. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was like, oh nah, I, I didn't even know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we made a joke. We were like, I don't know. Hopefully he'll invite us. I was trolling, bro. I didn't we were trolling. We had a great conversation with dude. And then Super at the genuine. end, at the like, end you know he was what? like, what y'all doing like next two weeks? <laughs> I was like, no was way. So funny, <laughs> I was like, we were just talking. Yeah, that's how we ended up here. That's bro, that's crazy. That's hard. Like, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I feel like everything divine timing, perfect timing for like how God set us all up to even be link up in person because yeah. after we did like the online interview together, he was like, bro, we had to hurry up and link. Like, to, it clicked Sorry. immediately. Sorry. Oh yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. now I'm excited to come to y'all, to y'all city, now to our city, bro. And we're gonna keep taking over from there, bro. Fast I'm just trying to see what guys about to That's do. That's all it is. Fast, sir. If you haven't already subscribed today, uh, podcast. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, drop y'all socials for them, man. All right, yeah. So they know who y'all are. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's gonna be <laughs> just different pod on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, and then we're on anywhere you stream podcasts. So go ahead and tap in. Yeah. Slowly. Y'all know the vibes. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, yes, sir. Send it to a friend. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Show, show the family some love. We got anything coming up or no? If you haven't, go ahead and watch their episode with Mike. Facts. Tap in, then tap go in. back and watch ours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> since you're here, since you're here being nosy, you want to find out about our experience, go back and watch the pod. You feel me? Just no give us some views. So, yes. But other than that, y'all know the vibes. There's always more purpose. We lay out. We appreciate y'all. And walk in grace and love. That's the message for this for this whole episode. Grace and love. We gone. Love.